and also question here was related, even given the equivalence of all universal computer. If that that uh, if that that bioengineering system and likeness of the brain is required to the most efficiently model cognition. I think that you could, in principle, build a computer from arbitrary results. So if you uh, just use chemical messaging between adjacent cells and you have multiple types of messages and the cells can learn and evolve mechanisms to control the flow of these messages, then in principle, uh, this arrangement of cells, if it's stable and so on and evolves together and lives long enough, can turn into something that is effectively a brain. And that's probably is the case. So I suspect that all large uh, cellular systems act like brains, only much, much slower. Uh, the trick that the brain in animals is doing is that it's like a telegraph system, that it can send information almost instantly over very large distances. And uh, this makes it possible to move our skeletal muscles at the limit of physics, right? as fast as we can accelerate the, these muscles and pro propel these bodies. But it's also very expensive because the metabolism of this telegraph system is very expensive. And uh, that's why our brain takes up so much energy. So because we need to uh, send information over relatively large distances between a lot of cells very, very quickly. Whereas in, in plants, the dissemination of information between adjacent cells takes long and takes a longer time. So uh, the life of plants or the experience of plants of the environment will take place in very different time spans. And uh, in our digital computers, we can send information uh, magnitudes faster over larger distances and integrate over more uh, positions in the memory that we can in the biological brain. So the biological brain is going to use certain tricks to make the synchronization happen. For instance, uh, if you want to send uh, information over large distances in the neocortex, it might take something like a few hundred milliseconds for the information to get there. But it needs to be there at the same time, right? So how can you make sure that the uh, everything is synchronized, even though it might be off by a third of a second. And uh, the trick is that you uh, rely on periodic processes, where everything is basically in a periodic update loop, and uh, the content of this loop is only changing gradually. And uh, because the uh, content of the loop between uh, now and 300 milliseconds from now will be almost the same, you just to make need to make sure that uh, all the parts of the neocortex that have connected representations are uh, swinging at the same frequency. And uh, so they can pretend that everything else is in that well-defined state, right? And this is a very different way to propagate information that we are using it right now in our digital computers. And the algorithms that will be implemented on this are very, very different. And the representations will work in a different way. So it's, uh, it's hard to wrap your mind around a general uh, paradigm that would encompass both. So in which way are the models that the brain is making of reality and the models that our digital computers are computing on CPUs equivalent? And uh, the, the thing is that every substrate will have an optimal way of representing the same functions. And there will be, in some sense, the same functions because we need to make sense of the same reality, even though it happens with a different entanglement and the different timescales.